Spoiler alert! Get the latest news from the big and small screen with Mia. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price. That's right, it's time to check out what's happening on the big and small screens. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, everyone. This week, we are actually going to focus mainly on the small screens, since there is a lot to talk about when it comes to new and sometimes older TV shows. First up, we're talking about a discovery of witches. Although witches, vampires and demons are not really everyone's cup of tea, this show is a definite must-watch for all fantasy lovers. The series is based on the All Souls book trilogy by Deborah Harkness and stars Matthew Good and Teresa Palmer in the leading roles. It's equal parts fantasy, romance, suspense, thriller with something for everyone. I enjoyed the show so much that I immediately bought the book series because I can't wait to see what happens in the story since the show only has two seasons out so far and we still have to wait for the third. So here's what it's about. In a world where witches, vampires and demons live discreetly among humans, Diana Bishop is the last in one long line of distinguished witches. Unwilling to embrace her heritage, she has immersed herself in her career as a historian. Her particular interest is alchemy and she visits Oxford to research some of Elias Ashmole's papers. She requests Ashmole 782 and as soon as she receives it she knows there's something uncanny about it. When she opens it, she is shocked. She learns that 782 has been presumed lost for a very long time and that each species of creature desires it. She is besieged and threatened and knows that to protect herself, she must uncover all the mysteries of 782. She encounters the enigmatic vampire Matthew Claremont, who offers to help her, and their mutual attraction is immediate, undeniable, and inexplicable because they both know that witches and vampires are not supposed to trust each other. Diana makes her choice and accepts Matthew's help. Now, I've only just gotten around to start reading it, but I'll be sure to let you know if the show measures up to the best-selling book trilogy in a week or so. Just give me some time. The series is available to watch on the OSN streaming app if you have a membership for it, since it was produced by Sky. If this fantasy genre is something you like, you should also check out Shadow and Bone on Netflix, which is based on the trilogy written by Lee Bardugo of the same name. Dark forces conspire against orphan mapmaker Alina Starkov when she unleashes an extraordinary power that could change the fate of her war-torn world. It's interesting how the concept of darkness and evil is portrayed as a physical place in the show, as opposed to a mystical being as we're used to seeing in other shows. The production and set design was also excellently done. Another notable mention in the TV series section is, of course, the new superhero release on Netflix called Jupiter's Legacy. The first generation of superheroes has kept the world safe for nearly a century. Now their children must live up to their legacy in an epic drama that spans decades and navigates the dynamics of family, power and loyalty. Fans of the comic book series Kick-Ass will be in a tizzy over this show since it was done by the same creator Mark Miller. 
This is his first project with Netflix, and apparently the deal they signed was astronomical. You can definitely pick up the influence of Star Wars and Roman mythology on the show. Now, as always, instead of creating shows from wholly original material, the TV network gods always seem to latch onto old classics and reinvent them in a more modern and polished format. One example is The Equalizer, now revived and revised on CBS with a twist on the 80s show starring Edward Woodward and subsequent Denzel movies. Now the title character is held by Queen Latifah from Bringing Down the House, Chicago star, and who is also coincidentally serving as one of the show's executive producers. However, despite the wholly unoriginal premise, the show itself is a pleasant surprise, adding to the acting talent of its lead are Chris Noth from Sex and the City, Tori Kittles from Colony, Lorraine Toussaint from Orange is the New Black and Selma, Adam Goldberg from Friends and God Friended Me, and Lisa Lapira from 21 and Fast and the Furious. The characters are seemingly well thought out and portrayed by the cast, as well as being skillfully developed with good chemistry between them. And of course, we get to see Queen Latifah kicking butt and taking names using mind and muscle, and rightly so. Add to that plot lines that go beyond the black and white morality tales, which one might expect. The result is a decent show if this kind of action is your preferred entertainment format. Although I doubt it will win any awards if you grew up and were raised on such classics as The Professionals and James Bond, this updated version should be added to your watch list. Another revamped show now available to view on The CW is Kung Fu. If you believe the hidden history, the original version of the show was originally meant to be led by Bruce Lee, but television being what it was in the 70s, the world was not ready to see an Asian male take the lead in a major TV production, and therefore David Carradine was cast as the main character. The original Kung Fu ran for three years before cancellation. It was revived for another four-year run in 19. As Kung Fu The Legend Continues, with the addition of Chris Potter as the sidekick. Now, fast forward another 20 plus years, and the new version can now proudly boast an actual Asian actor, finally, taking the reins in the form of Olivia Lang from Legacies, who portrays Nikki, a Chinese American woman who ends up training in a Shaolin monastery and is forced back by circumstance to her old life in San Francisco. As you would expect from the show's title and its predecessors, the action is full on and well choreographed and the plot line has a clear bad guy with the main protagonist out to right the wrongs done to her mother, her mentor and her community. As to be expected, every week Nikki helps someone new and there is a subtle undercurrent of philosophy and mysticism attached, which is the main theme created to keep the show's, or at least the first season's, story arc ongoing. The show's look and feel has been given a glossy CW makeover, but then again, they have achieved a lot of success with Greg Berlanti produced DC comic book character shows such as Arrow and The Flash, and those received a similar treatment. So why should Kung Fu fare any worse? Only two episodes in, it's still too early to say whether the 2021 revision will have any staying power, but we'll probably get at least a few good kicks out of it, one way or the other. 
Well, unfortunately, it seems I've run out of time for today, but I'll be back again next week, same time, same place. And we'll continue talking about the latest movies, TV shows and book recommendations and reviews. Have a great week, everyone. See you then. Bye. That was Spoiler Alert with Mia. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Call 01-513-514 and ask for the special monthly packages. The Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price.